Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. I appreciate you being with us. Thank you so much for listening in. The title of this session is What I Do When a Team Member Drinks the Kool-Aid and Has the Foo-Foo Dust Spread All Over Them. Um, Unfortunately or fortunately, really I look at it fortunately and unfortunately, but we've been getting... uh, quite a few emails and people asking this question. Uh, This one actually came from Emma. Emma's out in California and uh, had been around the profession probably about 10 years when I first met her, probably three years ago. She joined the uh, MLM Training Club and she's very analytical, very cerebral, uh, very intelligent with a just dogged determination and work ethic and was really skeptical about the training club. And I said, look, uh, go through it 18 months if you don't think it's the best information you've ever heard. And it does if it doesn't give you a real solid foundation on which to build your team, you know, we offer a double your money back guarantee. So about probably six months in, she launched her business. She'd never really officially heard that term or ever launched before. Uh, Started creating great customers and over time started backing some of those customers into her business and really started progressing. And today she's got a very solid organization that's doing extremely well uh, in Northern California. And I got this email from her uh, this week, and again, this is something that I'm hearing more and more about, and I'm getting more and more questions on. And the thing about it for me, it's good and bad. It's good because, you know, I think about Emma when I first met her, where she is today, you know, where she started uh, with a very confused mind, and she had to really. Uh, eliminate and erase a lot of the uh, information that she had internalized uh, up to that point. And the fact that there's people out there now that understand when we talk about five core fundamentals, we talk about you've got to, uh, it's not about you, it's about what can be duplicated by your team and about launching and how to correctly launch your business and how to create different lead generation methods that you can take people through your play one, play two. I talk about, you know, creating real customers and you do that. If they buy once, they're a suspect. Twice, they're a prospect. Three times, they're a customer. And a lot of the stuff that we've been really pounding for the last three or four years on our podcast and our webinars, uh, many of you out there can teach it better than I can. That's just, and that's cool. That's awesome. So uh, you've also heard me say that, you know, we're in the leadership development business 
which we are, and the higher up you go, the more of a psychologist you have to become because you really got to get inside people's heads and, you know, what's in it for them? Why are they really here? What do they really want from this business? And you have to really figure out who you're working with. What is their work ethic? You know, can they in- increase their work ethic? Can they can they master time management? There's just so many facets of this business that we have to really think about to help people individually maximize their personal upside potential. And that's sincerely what it's about. It's about how do we help individuals on our team master their personal upside potential. And it's different for everybody. The skill sets are the same. The fundamentals of this business, what you're going to have to master, master the fundamentals uh, will never change. And, you know, it's real common. People, uh, when they they get involved in this business and they start looking for the easiest, fastest, quickest way to do something without mastering the fundamentals. And we all know where that's led the profession. So the email I got from Emma, she said, hi, Dale, I've had a team member who is progressing and doing well and has much more natural talent and transferable skills than I did when I started. She told me this week she wanted to or she told me when we started that she wanted to follow our system and not do it on her own. And for those of you that are members of the training club or the 27 percenter success system, you know that that's one of the first things you do when you enroll a new business team member is you ask them, do you want to plug into our systems or do you want to do it on your own? Then she told me, uh, okay, she, she had, I'm just trying to skip forward. She had a very successful business launch, and I had been helping her add different lead generation methods to her prospecting process. She has three affiliates that are in the middle of their launch and creating customers and referrals and doing well. She has been consistently process, progressing since she started about five months ago. Today, she informed me she has decided she needs to start doing videos on social media daily. And then she's got in parentheses, all caps, help. She also informed me that she was going to be t- attending an event in Florida to learn more about building her brand. Then she tells me I should support her in her quest for more education and not discourage her. What should I do? What do I do? I pointed out the track record of the guru she has latched onto, but that didn't seem to resonate with her. What I do, Dale? I guess I have to start becoming a psychologist now. Um, so, Emma, I appreciate you sending uh, this email. Um, and unfortunately, guys, a lot of you kind of get in the same boat. And this is pretty predictable. What happens is people get in a rhythm with this business. They get it launched. They start creating customers. And what happens for people is it never moves as fast 
as they wanted to. We all know that. And when, when they get into that mindset of quicker, faster, easier, and maybe they don't have a lot of experience in this profession, which if I remember correctly, she had, this is her first company, uh, Emma's distributor here, uh, then the natural tendency is to start looking for different, faster, quicker ways to do it. And that's just normal. So uh, what's going to ultimately happen with these people? Uh, they'll go down the, the foo-foo dust path. Hopefully we can prevent them from doing it. But a lot of times you just can't. Uh, you know, and after they drink the Kool-Aid, it's like uh, the Kool-Aid marketers are very good at what they do. Uh, and we've talked about this many times, you know, it's like, duh, 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 and you will be in demand to speak at our next company conference. And this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And it, it's just foo-foo dust. And it's Kool-Aid, but especially people that have not been around the profession very long, they don't really understand to what extent people are willing to tell people what they want to hear so they can sell them what they want to sell them. It, it, it doesn't, it's not normal, so they'll tend to believe anybody that has made money. Now, whether, and they, and they have a real problem distinguishing between those that have made money and those that have developed teams that have team members that are making money. And there's, there's a real distinct difference that sometimes it's hard for newer people to really draw that line. So the only thing you can do, Emma, at this point, uh, I would I would try to have a heart to heart just try to have a heart to heart and say, look, I have your best interest at heart because I know you do. And I don't want you to waste a lot of time, energy, effort and money. And if I give you three or four resources, will you read, listen, evaluate those? And then can we have a talk? And that's all you can do. That is all you can do. And Emma, I know that you can pick out the resources that you think would speak to her right now and be valuable for her. A couple that I thought about was the last session of this podcast, session 120, where we talk about document your journey. Uh, the, I think that would be valuable for sure. Um, Mark Yarnell's article, I thought I knew what made me, or uh, is that is I'm trying to remember which one it is. Mark Yarnell, where he talks about find one system, plug into it, and don't even think about getting away from it until you're at at least ten thousand dollars a month. Yes, that is the article. I thought I knew what made me successful, but I was wrong. Uh, which I'm sure you have. It's part of the top MOM training articles, uh, topmomtrainingarticles.com. So I would have her read that article, have her listen to momsuccess.com forward slash story 120, 
Um, I would also have her just go to www.7-lies.com and whether she whether she buys the book and reads it or not is not uh, I think the testimonies on that page just reading the testimonies will maybe hopefully speak to her a little bit and you know any other resources that you can give her what I found over the years, if, if we say it, people doubt it. I mean, that's my biggest challenge today. It's like everybody thinks, you know, that everything that I communicate, it's like it's just a spiel. And that's the mentality that people have. And, you know, every now and then sometimes people will think, oh, my gosh, the guy's been around over 35 years in this profession. He's, you know, built huge organizations. Uh, you know, sometimes people get it, but most of the time they don't. It's hard to distinguish between a spill, especially when the spillers are so good at spilling, <laughs> that and just reality. And um, I heard I had someone this week said, you know, uh, you think he's just a country boy with a country accent until you really listen, and when you really listen, you realize that uh, there's there's more to what I'm trying to communicate to people than than most people originally hear, which is fine with me. It's fine. But the bottom line in these situations is you just hope that at some point they take a big gulp and spew out the Kool-Aid. And will return to foundational principles, wisdom, understand it's not about them. It's about what can be duplicated by what gives the majority of people on their team that are really willing to work, those 27 percenters, what does it give, what gives them the greatest opportunity for success? Because... As I've said many times, this is a very, very uh, tough business model, and not just because of the emotional aspects of it and the limiting beliefs that are consumed by, that most people are consumed with, but it's just different. It's a different ball game. It's not like a traditional business or any other business because there's so many emotions that you're dealing with and you're dealing with a lot of different personalities and, you know, helping people maximize their personal upside potential is a lot different than just focusing on selling clothes or knickknacks or anything else in a traditional business. It's different than providing a service to consumers. It's just a different ball game because the real product is people. So I hope that helps you guys a little bit. Um, I've, I've talked to many of you through email or what have you one-on-one -on -one about specific situations. But when you get really uh, aware and enlightened about what it's going to take to really build duplicating teams, and you really start to understand it and you choose 
to provide to not just spend your time trying to find the three percent, but to do your very best to help the twenty-seven percent. Uh, once that decision has been made, uh, you're going to run into a lot more challenges than those that just decide, hey, it's about me, and they're out there promoting and self-promoting and throwing as much mud on the wall to find other people that can do what they do, which is what a lot of the three percenters do, man. They're just good at what they do, and they're just out there just you know, promoting like crazy. But the problem is usually those people are attracting a lot of 70 percenters. And down the road, that creates more frustration than they can even deal with. So I've always believed and always will believe that wealth is created in developing the 27 percenters, which I know you understand, Emma, because you're doing a phenomenal job doing it. And I just believe that's where it's at. And I know that's where it's at. And I also know there's more challenges there, but there's also many more rewards. This is the most challenging but yet rewarding business model in the world. But when you can do it with 27 percenters, and you'll have a lot of three percenters, which I know you have a couple on your team right now, which are good people because they're, they're, they're reformed three percenters that are plugged into the systems. And, and they're developing 27 percenters. And that's when you when you when you embrace that, when you embrace that, then you're also going to have more challenges. And if, if you were a person that if you were in the three percenter recruiting mindset, then you would say, yeah, go to that training, go to this training, read every book you can, do all you can do. You know, just, just, you would, it's easy to, but when you're a three percenter, because you just want, you know, it's like, uh, yes, go on social media every day. You know, it's like, maybe they'll sell something to somebody. Maybe they'll get lucky. And just, you know, three percenters tend to just want to keep people as active doing anything. Doesn't matter what they're doing, as long as they're doing something. And again, it's not, when, when you're when you're when you've got a system systematic uh, when you're very systematic in your development of your team um, and you're running your McDonald's and you've got people that want to go learn management techniques from Long John Silvers and you know 17 other food franchises then common sense will tell anybody that that's going to create confusion. Okay, but but again, maybe, you know, people have this 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 thought process, well, maybe there's some foo-foo dust over at Long John's that, I, that they don't know about yet, and I'm going to go find that foo-foo dust. So you, sometimes you just got to let people fail. You know, you got to let people, unfortunately, sometimes you just have to let them go, let them waste time. You know, let them, uh, you know, run that TV spot and waste a lot of money. You know, let them do things that ultimately will have no chance in the world of working. And if they do work, the odds of them ever duplicating are slim to none. So sometimes you just have to let that happen. 
and it's sad, but it's true. It's just the way it is. Uh, there's really nothing that you can do when this happens except ask them to review three or four resources and then have a serious talk with, with them and let them know, you know, it's their business. They're an independent contractor. They can do this business however they want to do it. But in the beginning, you told me that you wanted to get plugged into our systems and master them. And uh, going on social media and doing videos daily, daily, which is what she said, which is what evidently some people are teaching within this profession, when someone has not uh, gotten to a full-time level yet or is not committed to getting to a full-time level is repulsive to the people she's really looking for. It repels people. It repels the right people. The right people respect time and they want you to respect their time. And it's just kind of the way it is. So I thank you for, for sending me the email, Emma. I hope that, that, that this will be a value to people because again, I'm, I'm getting this more and more, which is really good, but it's also what it is. But the fact that this is even an issue in today's network marketing world, uh, it's a good thing as far as I'm concerned. The fact that there's people like you that understand that it's not just about encouraging them to do as much as they can, whatever they'll do in order to maybe make a sale or two. And it's about long-term development of something, a business that you're proud of. It's about real duplication and systems can be duplicated and transferable skills and personality never will. So I wish I could be more definitive about this, but the process when this happens, when you buy, when you find people on your team that are coming down the road and are doing something, they've launched, they've had a successful launch. They're creating leads. They're generating customers and, and team members, you know, with their with their lead generation. And they're coming down the road and they're mastering the fundamentals. And then all of a sudden, you know, they drink the Kool-Aid or have the foo-foo dust sprinkled on them. What do you do? And that's a really good question. And I wish there was a definitive answer. I believe the only answer because you guys are going to know these people a lot better than I do. Some will have had network marketing experience. Some won't. You know, it's all different types of personalities and egos. And there's different things that are driving different people. And you have to have a pretty good understanding of who you're dealing with. And once you understand that, then the process is give them three or four resources and have a heart-to-heart -heart talk. Let the resources hopefully penetrate their heart and their mind and then have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with them. 
and then if they still want to, you know, talk about it before they do it, and, you know, do all the stuff that's been proven definitely not to work and not to duplicate for the, for the, the majority of people, then you just got to let them go and let them know, hey, you know, I, I have, def- have definite closure. Say, look, in the beginning, you said you wanted to plug into what we're doing. This is not part of what we're doing. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to love you as a human being. Um, you go do what you need to do. That's fine. But you right now, until you're ready to get plugged back into what we're doing as an organization, uh, I'm going to wish you the best. But I, but you're not going to be one of my three to five people this year that I'm going to be building with, that I'm going to be working with. You're still welcome to d- listen in on anything that we do, any of the trainings. But, you know, if this is the path you feel like you need to go down, I can respect that. It's, and this, again, guys, is after you've given them the three to four resources we've talked about. And if they still are, feel that way, then let them go. Many of them, many of them will see the light if you give them the articles, the podcast sessions, the recorded webinars that you believe will speak to them based upon where they particularly are right now on their journey. So when you have team members that drink the Kool-Aid and, you know, or have this foo-foo dust sprinkled on them, uh, you can get discouraged and not do anything, or you can figure out the resources they need to hear, get them, ask them if you give them, if you get them to them, will they listen to them, will they read, consume, and then, you know, sit down and have a cup of coffee with them and have a heart-to-heart. And if you do that, you'll be able to keep a lot of these people on track moving down the road. If you don't, uh, they'll, they'll either quit over time or they'll come back and, and, and be ready to build a real business with real products, users, real consumers, and team members that can turn around and systematically develop the future leaders on their team. Hope this made sense. You guys have an awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. This is Dale Calvert. I, I might be taking a couple of uh, weeks off. I haven't decided yet. Um, March Madness is getting ready to happen. Uh, Scott County and Kentucky, our town there, they've got the number one boys high school team in the state of Kentucky. So we, my dad and brother and I go to the state tournament every year. Of course, Kentucky is coming on. It looks like they're going to uh, – they could be a number one seat in the big dance, March Madness. So it's that time of the year. I love March Madness. But I will be back with you at some point, maybe next week, maybe a couple of weeks. Uh, I appreciate your participation and your feedback from this podcast. You guys have an awesome week, and I'll talk to you real soon on another session of the No Fluff. Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. 
Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.